Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Happy birthday, running commentary. Running commentary. Happy the big, the big podcast anniversary. The big one oh 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 oh. Now, um, we are at my in. house, um, which is where this whole thing began. Of course, yeah. yes. And we yes. said, you, listeners, were keen-eared listeners will know that we said we were going to have a glass of red and then run the 100th episode. So <laughs> I've sorted us out with okay. a lovely glass Go of then, red. What have we got? Um, <laughs> of course, in, in, in classic running commentary fashion, I'm very hungover. Right. I felt I sort of had to be so. And like it's for almost, for almost in tribute. Good. I mean, that's the right thing to do. It's, I'm glad <laughs> yeah. you said it, you know, because I am I'm so... I'm drinking so steadily at the moment that yeah. I forgot I'd even drunk at all yesterday until you said that. Even right. though I had uh, two massive, no, one massive gin and tonic, right. two thirds of a bottle of wine. I had, but yesterday became my Sunday because I gigged on Sunday. So I, I ha- I'm coming off a one and a half bottle Monday. Yeah. But that's cool. But the, well, this is just a glass of red. It'll be all right. <laughs> it's not wine, though, is it? It's not wine. It's, it's not, not wine. wine. Do you want no. to know what it is no. or are yeah, you just going to go straight in? Beets, beetroot. It's beetroot. But with a nice gimlety lemon sharpener to oh, it. Oh, nice. Okay. It's Mickey D's recommendation. Looks great, Let's mate. Let's drink this. Give it a quick sluice. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Is it to be downed in one, is it? Oh. Well, only in as much as it's that beautiful. It's disgusting. It's nice. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's quite nice. I know. I just brushed my teeth. It tastes like that. <laughs> 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 He's loving it. Mm. I'm going to get a picture of you enjoying that. Mm. There we go. Happy birthday. He's loving it. That is delicious. Lovely. <laughs> oh, I got you kind of wincing. <laughs> um, so, um, before we go out on our run today, mm. we've been uh, consulting with all our guests. Do you want right. to hear what they've all said to us? Yeah, that'd be nice, yeah. Um, Vassos uh, um, said, right, got in touch and said... You've right. reached out, have you? You've reached I've out reached to out to everyone. Nice they didn't just get in touch. Let's not, okay. let's not be, you know. They're not following us that closely. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vassos says, congratulations on the Big 100, guys. Do running podcasts also get a telegram from the Queen when they turn triple digits? It's funny, isn't it? She's actually, a bit, actually, we did, didn't we? She's, I thought she was a bit busy this <laughs> week. <with her> anniversary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed my run with you both last year. Paul, I last year saw you disappearing in front of me at mile eight on your way to 259. <laughs> and Rob, I was hoping we'd catch up for cocktails in New York. I searched for you in every bar. <laughs> he probably did. He probably, well. yeah. He probably well, did. Fastos, of course, the London Marathon was coming off a, th- a, th- a sort of 13-mile 
hill run the day before the London Marathon. That's and right. And he still yeah, did three yeah. six yeah, in so sort of full kit. Yeah, so you yeah. disappear into the distance is yeah. slightly modest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the final thing yet, my favourite home loop, which we ran, Barnes, Riverside, Richmond Park, Wimbledon Common, yeah. has now been rechristened in my head as the running commentary run, which slightly annoys me. Sorry, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. actually, he's quite annoyed, isn't he? Uh, do you want to know what that's Natalie Haynes said? Yes, that would be lovely. I love Rob Deering and Paul Tonkinson with my whole heart. Oh, that's Actually, nice. That's nice of them. Yeah. And what's more, running an unexpected 10 miles with them the week before I flew to Sydney got me around the hilliest half marathon I've ever run in a not appalling for me time, even though I'd stepped off the plane 24 hours earlier. They make you faster and happier, and that's a fact. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, oh. we could have that on the flyers. Yeah, we love that, yeah. I love that. Whip that one out. Stick yep. that one on. I've got, I've got more. Let me give you some more. Are you? And by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm crook. You, I ran too much last week. My, I tell you, I can barely run at the moment because my, um, I couldn't run yesterday. But my, my calves are at absolute state after doing the cross country on Saturday. They're real. Oh, I think it was yeah. just because I was on my toes for like ten kilometres with spikes, just trying to run fast, running appallingly slowly whilst trying to. Run yeah, fast. Trying, to, trying to push forward. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a bit. It'll, t- it'll take a while to warm up. Yeah. This will be slow. I think um, the as if we ever run fast. In the wider anyway. scheme of things, I think that I wanted to talk about. You know, we talked in our first episode about like where we were at, and I wanted to kind of review how far we've come since then. But I don't think I've learned anything. I don't think we've <laughs> come <laughs> last two years. We're really, lately I've come far. Me at too. Turning up hungover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you injured. Yeah, um, uh, <coughs> newsreader Matt Barbet says, I loved a little jog around North London. He was our first, he was our first guest. guest. He? He was I our loved first a little guest, jog yeah. around North London. As someone who normally runs alone, I found that chatting to you two comedians for a change made the run seem a lot longer. Yeah. Results! <laughs> yeah, that's nice, yeah. that's <laughs> a good guy, guys. That's nice of him, isn't that's it? That's a good guy. Um, yeah. uh, Bryony funny. Gordon. Yes. Says, oh, bless uh, her. Um, uh, She's great. Walking with Rob and Paul on their podcast <laughs> <laughs> was the first step I actually to, took towards actually running. She didn't say actually twice. That's me yeah, reading yeah. it badly. Thank God I did because three months later I had to do a marathon. It was so much fun. Can we do it again? This time sitting down. I'm sure we can do it, yeah. yeah. I'm sure we can well, do I'd it. I'd be good to go with her again because she's, 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 you know, she's friends with the Queen now, literally. Yes, yes. She probably she can get, get a, a telegram. telegram, yeah. Louise Breckham Richards. Yes. Who lovely. did that play about. Yeah. The, yeah, and we went for a nice run in the woods. Yeah, we went for a really nice run with her. Yeah, yeah. that was good fun. Uh, she had such fun doing mine. I can't remember laughing whilst running so much. Oh. Well, I didn't say that, so it made sense. I can't remember <laughs> laughing whilst running so much. <laughs> yeah. Also, discovered a lot about myself that's normally an inner dialogue while running rather than outside. I oh, want to do nice. another. That's why we want, that's why yeah, we like we'll it. Do that yeah. Again. yeah. Right, last message. There's, there's another couple of. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm milking this now so that we don't have to run. Yeah. Because, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really think, talking of not learning anything, I'm definitely still recovering from New York. Yes. And yes I went of course you will be. For yeah. a fast run last Wednesday, and then we went for a long run on Friday. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. my injuries are all going. Stop it. You're not that good at relaxing after marathons, are you? You but tend to go come back quite quick, don't you? You just quite Yeah, that's right. You and just get on the horse again, don't you? Yeah, well I get it's it's the, it's the mental good. thing. Yeah. I spend yeah. all that time in a marathon thinking what I want to do next in my running. Yeah. I'm not a patient man. No, no. That's, that's also why I run so much faster than I run. And running running rewards patience, doesn't it, really, isn't it? It's softly, softly, gently, gently, keep running, running, don't get injured. Listen, I'm not as wise as you. It's not <laughs> <laughs> Did it take us this long? <laughs> uh, Darren M. Finn says, I can say hand on heart that it's the only interview, his running commentary interview, it's the only interview where he's debated the rights and wrongs of jumping the 20p barrier to get into a public toilet. 
Okay, that's nice. And in yeah. which it was a fairly urgent question. And Kate Carter wishes us a very happy podcast oh, anniversary. Nice, nice. Now that we're 100, do we get a special 100 Club t-shirt or medal or just the Stennis Stairlift and a mobility scooter? Obsessed. It's like she's listening to us, isn't Obsessed it? Obsessed with medals, aren't they? That she's one. just done yeah. uh, um, uh, Valencia. D- what, a marathon in Valencia? I think she did. Or the half? Let me just check this. Right. Was it the half? 10K. Right. Wasn't even the half. Yeah, the fact that not to be mean about that. Valencia marathon looks good, doesn't it? It does yeah. look good. Early Congratulations December. to Pete Norris coming off the back of a PB. Two four was it two forty five? Two forty five or two forty six? A three minute PB to get about two at the age of fifty two. It's that's a monster that PB. Beating time, isn't he? He's massacring the concept of withering with age. He's doing really well. Susie Chan, 100 episodes. Congratulations, oh. Runcompod, for entertaining us runners for all those oh, hours. It's been a blast to be lucky enough to record a couple of episodes with you and have Paul talk me into doing a race. I'll get my <laughs> own back soon, hopefully. And I told her that you're going to make a foray into Ultra World. So yes, she yeah, will, yeah, she'll have, she she'll will have, have a chance. She'll have some tips. So that's, that's great. We love the chance. That's we great. Well, that's lovely. Now no, we're just going to go for a run on the big on the hundredth. We we kind of knew with all the plans that we'd end up just going for a run. Well, this is what so we do, isn't it? What <laughs> else are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, totally, yeah. And it's, it's interesting, actually, it's to be noted. You know, people are saying, you should do this one, you should do that run. It's, it's exciting we think about it. But, of course, we're comedians. Like, we said, oh, we'll take one Sunday night, we'll have a drink and do the... We didn't have any Sunday nights. No, because I was working. We're I busy. was working this Sunday, yeah. And that weekend, you know, you were talking about the... Um, excuse me, just stretching. I, uh, you know, the Your Dorset Ultra in yeah. uh, May, is it? Yes, yeah. I've got a weekend at the Comedy Store that ends the night before. All right. Mm. Plus... I'm reviewing the injuries I've got after blowing out about halfway through a marathon, which is about a quarter of the way through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking, I don't know if I've got that mileage in me. That's fair enough. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, I'll give it a go. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, you'll it's, give it a go. I'll give it a go. But. So we're um, we're gonna we're gonna retrace our steps, but we, I don't know. I'll, so I'll tell you how my knees doing because I don't know if I can go as far as we did on. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. One. If we can't, if we can't, we can't. But I've got. And a I'm gonna have to, We are gonna have to run pretty. Hello, mate. Oh, morning. Thanks very much. That's excellent. That was like fictional, wasn't it? Yeah. The postman <laughs> handed me the post. And look at this post here. The Deering family. Like that looks good. Yeah, well, it that might not nice. be as much fun as it looks. Because it's probably, let's face it, a card of condolence. Yeah. So, yeah, um, the good thing is that the sun is shining today, isn't it? And yes, which makes it's beautiful, which was better than, the, than our first one. Uh, yeah, if you've heard it, if we, I don't know, did you remember that? That we went out into Hurricane Imogen, basically. <laughs> and we shouldn't have done it. It was like, genuinely, please stay indoors. But, um, was uh, that our first podcast? That was our first podcast. It was our third, it was our third, third attempt. attempt. Yeah. And it was the same um, course as the first one. Right. The second one was at the Parkland Walk. <laughs> Well, yeah, let's not. I um, remember getting profoundly irritated with it before it even started. <laughs> what, trying to <laughs> do the whole concept. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, this also, is never going to work. That was the third attempt. But equally, um, that was after. Oh, you look sore. But that yeah, was I'm after sorry. the fact that we talked about it and then I'd got. Uh, then I cracked my rib. Yes. So yeah. the whole we're, thing so we were was right really. It was, it was a cursed stop. Oh, hey, oh. So that first road is probably... I think the main achievement 100 episodes in so we is... Been run. <laughs> 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 yeah. But I think the high point road crossing wise was definitely... When right, van man. The van man. That was yeah. fantastic. Pulled up and bellowed across the road at us. It's a shame we didn't have a little recorder on him. It's hilarious. Uh, 
we talk about what a mess we were the first one and here we are I can barely run yeah yeah yeah, yeah I was really, really healthy I was fellas. Be the, uh, the, <laughs> the, but I, I had a bit of an actually I had a bit of a big thought about injury yeah I think that you always think you kind of remember we have rosy tinted spectacles when we look back we remember being fit all the time except for now but a lot Jenny, when you look back down it's like wow I've been pretty much constantly injured. I think maybe the, the year before we started recording, I had a kind of lucky year. Right. Since yeah. then, it's been injury after injury, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're often nursing some, something, aren't you? Yeah. I, had, I had my Morton's toe thing. Yep. And my back. And your back. I'm slightly less injury prone, but this, this is... Your calves are killing you, aren't they? This is just muscle use. Overuse. If we do this gently, it should be <laughs> therapeutic it should be nice, damaging. Yeah. Because yeah. after our... Um, on, uh, Here we go. You know, my left foot, I've got this kind of middle of the ball of the foot injury I picked up in uh, the northeast. Shouting from a van. He said something, something, lads. <laughs> yeah. Something, something, lads. <laughs> got us. It's just nice to be called lads when, yeah, you're, nice, when, when you're north of 45. Yeah. Oh, my knees. So, yeah, my knees are really hurting. Right. And uh, on Saturday morning after a long run in Birmingham, I woke up and it was like I, was, I put my foot out of bed. Yeah. And the middle of my, the ball of my foot was so swollen. It was like I was treading on the golf ball. Oh, my goodness. And you could also see it poking out the top of the foot. So that's that, not good. What, your foot? That's my left foot, not the broken right. one, the other one. And my, uh, I was talking about the patch of thigh above my right knee. Right. Being a bit achy. Yeah. Killing me, it's hurting so much. So, yeah, let's not run. I'm going to stop running. So, but then one that, the cross country, tell this story. Well, the, I mean, there's no real story. I mean, I just got... <laughs> I just got my ass handed to me by everyone. <laughs> and your car. <laughs> everyone who wanted to beat me beat me. Yeah, yeah. I've just it just that first cross country of the season. It just made me feeling really weak. Yeah, yeah. But I enjoyed it. <laughs> but runners who I normally really just thrash on the road. Yeah. Just sail past me. Right. I was racing against people that I'm normally just nowhere near. You know. So it's quite chastening experience. Yes. But I, you know, I enjoyed it. Big sprint finish at the end. Really knackered. You know you've had a bad race when you have to sprint to make the team photo that they take at the end of the race. <laughs> and that's why everyone else there with cups of coffee. Yeah, they're all waiting. They're dressing gowns. That's like sprint to make it. That's a that's a sign of that's, a bad race. Yeah, that's not ideal. But cross country is incredible. A real laugh, but it's really hurting my calves. It hurt my calves on the day. Yeah, yeah. And two days later, they're still. That will ease up with this. Was it a mistake going for a long run in Birmingham? It was. Oh, what, in terms of the race the next day? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, but I wasn't really prioritising the cross country. I was just doing it to, as a part of a general let's get fit sort of thing. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And I really enjoyed our running Birmingham. Yeah, it was lovely. It was really yeah, it was lovely. Beautiful. It was really the blessing and the curse of a there and back run yeah. um, on a long trail is that we. It was hard not to go further, wasn't it? I mean, yes. you just want to go further and further and further. And, and you never worry about it because... You know the way back. But on the other hand, everything you've done... You've got to do it again. You've got to double. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ow! So that's my knee hurting. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're heading down um, from Newington Green, as so often the case, south, south, um, east. Going to go to Haggerston and get on the canal. 
when we got on the canal in the first episode, we turned right and then it was serious, wasn't it? The, yes. the storm yes. was coming yes. along yeah. the canal. We were the only people out. A real test of our technical <laughs> of, of the sound equipment, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, here's to Steve. Yes. Who constantly Happy has made this possible. Happy podcast anniversary, Steve. Happy podcast anniversary, Steve. Really, initially gave us the kit and has been fixing our troubles ever since. Yes. I mean, I think that's to fix it. Really, isn't it? <laughs> the, um, uh, the, I think that the, the episode of the podcast that sums it up, really, is when we said, let's go and try out, see what the t- that tough ultra in Dolby Forest is like. Yes. And yeah. then we went, yeah. got horrendously lost. The sound equipment got wet. <laughs> so you end up with this kind of surreal cartoon of us yeah. lost. And it sounded like you're in a cardboard box and I'm in a steel tube. Yeah, but, but, but Steve but, saved it so that you still get to listen. And overall, to it. quite an enjoyable episode. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> that's the. Uh, it was great once we got back. Yeah. When we thought we were literally lost forever, and it was going yeah, to become no. a kind of hydration and, and starvation yeah, it issue. Quite, it was quite scary. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so don't... hey, um, what's that book? We just saw this on Twitter before he came it's out. A book by Chris Hughes. Hughes Brown, is it? No, you, you have not remembered his name properly. <laughs> Some bloke for the Guardian. He's called Cheaper Than Therapy. Running. He's out recently. Cheaper yeah, than running therapy. Cheaper Than Therapy. And I wrote a little page and a half for it in terms of how I got into running and why As I did Mark it. Watson. And um, it's a nice little book. It Sounds really, good. It really I'd like to, we should go around with this, Chris. Yeah. But obviously when we ask him, it would be better if we know his name. Yes. No, we will do. He's not wrong, though, is he? No, he's not wrong. Yeah. It is cheaper. Nothing than like a run. It's, uh, yeah, it's just lots of people saying how much they enjoyed running, how it helps them. Yeah. Just all stuff that we already know, but put together in a lovely little package. <laughs> Quite funny as well. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's a good book. It's really good. Yeah, well, we'll get him in. We'll get him down. I'm genuinely sorry we didn't get to have a drink together last night, but um, I'm. Uh, this is my only night off for ages. <laughs> We've got quite a lot of... Uh, well, there's been multiple bereavements that's all, in that's uh, all. my family, which is, you know, something you need to work Shocking. Through. Shocking, And I'm just it? really uh, busy as well. I was in... It's, I, I tell you what, for the comedian, I, you had a gig on Sunday night, didn't you? Yes, yeah. I was away for the weekend, and I went on to that gig on Sunday night in Cleethorpe. It's a lovely gig. Yeah. But um, it is amazing how we see different days of the week in different ways. Like what you said about yesterday being your Sunday. Yeah. Because once you stay away on the Sunday... You think, what the hell? I have no problem with being away on a Saturday night. I got to Sunday afternoon. It's like, why am I what not am I doing? in my no, house? No, you, oh no, it's it just awful. doesn't make sense. It's awful, yeah, yeah. It really is. It is a day to be at home, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. If at all possible. Yeah. And especially to find yourself on the way to Cleethorpe's. Yes. A long way from home. Yeah, that's right. Cleethorpe's. I had a bit of a moment. A little, uh, Some dark things happened on the way to Cleethorpe's. I want to share with you, see what you think. Yeah. So me and uh, another comedian, nice guy. Yeah. Young, it's younger than us, which I think is right. significant. Yes. I'd seen him all weekend, but we hadn't chatted that much. But we're like working acquaintances, like all comedians. Yes, yeah. We got in the car. It's maybe a two-hour journey to Cleethorpe. So we're getting driven. Yeah. Because neither of us had a car there. And... Uh, Got in the car and had a good old chat talking about the things you talk about, you know, gigs we've been doing. Yeah. We were both organising charity gigs that were coming up. Nice, yeah. We were talking about the big news that day was everyone buying tickets to Peter Kay and all that stuff. Yes, yeah. And then chatting away. And then he said, 
I'm just going to listen to this podcast. And he put his headphones in. Right. While you're in the car together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And I said, yeah, oh, okay, that's fine. But I felt it was a little bit like being stabbed in the chest. It's a little bit weird, isn't it? <laughs> is that really... Is that... This is a question of etiquette, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think Is that, that modern manners? I would say that in the cold light of day... Unless he was r- listening to... R- running commentary <laughs> he wasn't he was listening to Mickey Flanagan on Desert Island oh, all right okay but um, I would say that objectively it's probably youth yes but um, subjectively I just thought well he hates me I'm not interesting enough for him to spend more than half an hour listening to yeah yeah, yeah. instead of a conversation with you I prefer to listen to another comic having a chat with someone else <laughs> exactly don't know. yeah and that is um <laughs> But that is, um, and I, you know, trying to justify my position. That's what comedy is all about. You've got to find a communion yes. with the people you're away with. Yeah. Otherwise, it's I a pretty sh- lonely business, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think I do that. I mean, I, I had a, I gave a comic a lift back from Birmingham the other day, the other night on Saturday night. And we chatted all the way home. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and we hadn't had a conversation before. No, no. And it's, the thing is, it's being, about being thrown in together. I'm not saying me and this guy need to be mates for life. No, of course not. We're not going to start running every week and go for a podcast. No, because you've got, you've got that already. You've once that you're covered. in it together. Yeah. And there's so much commonality. Exactly. There's enough to talk about. You'd have thought there'd be enough to... But obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it really hurt me. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay, here he is. Look, show us how much your calves ache. Because I've just stopped from the pain of it. Oh, he's hurting. Um, it's really hurting, yeah. And there's a little sequel to that story. Yeah. Because That is quite a dread moment, though, just to say, I'm just going to listen to a podcast now. Yeah, yeah, like, that was like the next thing. This is good, this stage is over, I'm now listening to something. Yeah, that's right, I'm finished with you. Yeah, you know what I need now? Some content that interests me. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a harsh thing to say. (laughs) I'm glad you understand. (laughs) Well, see what you think about what happened next. Right. Um, So I accepted that, worked it through a little bit. Yeah. Um... Got my own headphones out. Right. Fitted with a song on Garage Band. Yeah. And carried on watching a film I had. Yeah. You know, so now we're completely modern, plugged yes. in the back yeah. of this car. Quite a nice car, actually. Right. Hopefully the so it's not old. comedy store got a good deal on it. Because yeah. it was all, you know, little bottles of water in the back. and you know, That's all nice. This stuff. That's nice. I pulled out one of the little bottles of water and sipped as, a, as, I drove, as we went along. Right. And then I choked. Choked pretty badly. <laughs> had to pause my movie. <laughs> you know, stop coughing. You know, just make sure that I wasn't going to die. Right. You know, it's like when you choke for a second there. Yes. The potential to die. You, right you feel there. it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what yeah, choking so is, isn't it? Lived it's like a second. It. Yeah. I recovered. Yeah. Coughed. Calmed down. Sipped the water again. At no point did the driver or the other comedian, the other two of the three people in the car sharing the human experience with you well no they weren't no of course not. so they didn't no, response. no mention no response no mention no acknowledgement maybe they didn't notice maybe they noticed but didn't consider it to be anything to do with them either way I felt roughly the same as a tree must when it falls in the forest at oh, I fell right down. At least he didn't shush you so he could listen to Flanagan's <laughs> latest anecdote. <laughs> no, that's a dread moment, isn't it? Yeah. I'd have been tempted then to just open the car door and throw myself out of a moving vehicle. Yeah, I was. See whether they'd have noticed that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so... 
What's wrong? Cheaper than therapy. What's what's wrong with that with that situation? It's why dark, isn't it, why it? aren't people? Well, those people. And it is, this well, is the thing. It is. It's about communion, isn't it? It's. I am. Um, not holy communion. I mean, just a communion between yeah. souls. People. Yeah. You know, it's because I notice there's all kinds of things. If you talk, for example, you're out with your kids, right? Little yeah. kids. And someone else is out with their little kids. Yeah. And the kids, like kids, do get near each other and kind of play. Yes. And then you talk to you talk anyone to in that family. You talk to yeah. the parents or the kids and say something yeah. kind of reasonable, kind of carefully yes. judged yeah. to support the, support the situation. Yeah. My kids better than your kids, sort of thing. Not really, no. Bad right. example, bad example. Right. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you do that, and uh, and they just look at you like this. Yeah, like like not not just scaredy, not kind of not stranger danger. More, why would that person whose face I don't know say words to me? Yeah, is is, is it fear thing? What's going on there? Because I talk to anyone, exactly. and I think you do. Yeah, and and increasingly you are seen as some kind of it's weird borderline it? lunatic. That's right. It's funny um, the way it, great, it grades in different situations. You know, running's really nice for that. You get to talk to people at events. Yeah. If you're running in London and you see a stranger, it's fair enough if they ignore you. You know, it's a big city. Yeah. You don't know who's out there. But if you're running in the middle of nowhere, you can't expect to check in. Yes. You have yeah. that with the mountain walking. You know, you, and I, <laughs> you get up on the mountains in the Lake District, you kind of have a little chat with you have everyone a little you chat, see. Of course, yeah, <laughs> I got into that once when we were there, and my family were laughing at me because there was a couple of walkers next to a car. Yeah. And uh, I said, morning, yeah. like I would if I saw them later on top of the mountain. And then my wife was like, you know, they look terrified because they're just two young women next to their car getting changed. <laughs> Morning, getting changed. <laughs> Morning, you two. See, you're taking off and putting on some different yes, clothes you're there. getting changed there. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there are contexts. But it's important that you don't stop doing that. Yeah. Because that is the way that we want to live. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think want to live in a world where people talk to each other. Yeah. That would be nice. I think so, yeah. It's relevant to us uh, doing our 100th podcast because, of course, before we did this, and not just the podcast, but me and you running, I just always got my headphones on and went out. And yeah. Didn't really... The thing is that people know other people are there. Yes. You know, I knew other people ran, and I knew there was other people doing the events I did, but I didn't have any real concept of them because yes. I wasn't interacting with them. I've, I think I've always associated running with chatting yeah because I well, you know when I was a club runner I used to go running you just run in a big group and yeah. everyone would be, everyone be talking yeah yeah which is really good for running as well you know in spite of Matt's joke it really does make it kind of pass by yeah the miles click by yeah well like in uh, Birmingham the other week we did nine and a bit miles didn't we yeah that's good. Felt great. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, it would have felt like a push if we'd done it on yeah, our own. Yeah, and we got some interaction there as well. Yeah. The uh, girl who was collecting the flowers wasn't so weird after all. No. <laughs> the guy on the platform at Bourneville Station was less grumpy than he made out. Yeah. It was good. And even, you know, the one-sided conversation we're having with you, dear listener, down your ears. Hopefully... Well, I love the running, the, when people get in touch and say I was laughing while I was running. It feels like a conversation, doesn't it? It yeah. makes it feel like a conversation yeah. for us, doesn't it? Absolutely. So let's Ooh. keep doing that. So I suppose that's quite nice, because I was wondering what I've learned since we started out, and it's really very little. But the sense <laughs> that there is a community is... Uh, it's amazing. It's probably it? the biggest thing. Yeah. yeah, I think so, yeah. I think so. It's lovely to plug into it, isn't it? Yeah. 
Well, not plug in. No, keep those headphones out. No, no, you're I'm right. Just gonna, do you mind if I just plug in and veg out? On? Do you mind? <laughs> do you mind if I listen to another podcast while we're recording this one? <laughs> do you mind if I do <laughs> almost anything instead of you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the bit on Vic Reeves' Big Night Out when Bob Mortimer was telling Vic Reeves a story and Vic Reeves starts shaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. But he is young, this lad, isn't he? Yeah. He's that pre, it's that generation, isn't it? Who see that as acceptable. That's right. But, you know, will they continue as they get older or will they, you know, is this because they're going to learn later or is because things are changing? Well, I'll have loads of old... Oh, people like us try to constantly tease them out. Fancy chat. <laughs> great. It's great That's being good. out, isn't it? <laughs> I'm listening in. to that. Now I'm out. Yeah. I was in. Do- I used to run a lot. I can't walk now. <laughs> You're listening to music. It's a Walkman. <laughs> so how long are we done? Um, uh, well, I don't and, know. How are you, and how are you going with it? My calves aren't, they haven't eased up massively. No, no, I can still see it in your... They're still... We've just turned still right basically limp. Onto the uh, oh, yeah. canal. Yeah. Um, there's a bike coming up behind us. Right. Let's, let's keep water tight. So... Yeah, it's, it's sort of two years ago, so we started. Yeah. That was when we were going, preparing for... First London Marathon that we yeah, did. Yeah, that's a couple of the things. That one of the things was it was nice because we'd been running for a while, so we it doesn't sound that different to now. You know, our kind of shorthand. We knew each other's histories and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, the interesting thing is at that point we were pretty much completely gearing up for that for London for um, London Marathon 2016. Yeah. And um, and uh, that's uh, oh, I was going to say about that. And, and in turn, we we'd already. It had kind of already gone wrong. You yes, know, we were all yeah, ready yeah. to train. Yes. And suddenly it was the beginning you of February just, and we'd missed loads of miles. Yeah, and yeah, yeah you had just smashed ribs, yeah. It just goes to show you things don't always go to plan, do they? No, they absolutely don't. No. And I, I, it was sort of when I could sense myself getting back into running. I'm undoubtedly more into running now. I yeah. was into it then, of course, but just that kind still of... kind of on the cusp of that. Yeah, sort of just trying to get fast, that sort of getting fast thing. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't really engaged in it as much as I am now. Yeah. Although I'm probably about the same fitness at this at this precise moment. Yeah. Well, what was that, that, that London? We went to uh, uh, Bath Half and then London. I remember Bath Half being tough. Yeah. My times are pretty good. Yeah. And then your London, what did you get? Was it 3.3, three, 3.5? Three, three, no, I did 3.9. 3.9, that's right. I did 3.9, yeah, but I enjoyed it. And it was yeah. sort of like, no, I did 3.10, because my best was at that point was 3.9. Yeah, and you didn't match it, but you felt like you'd run it better. I felt quite comfy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I brought I brought a lot of um, uh, blooming uh, bravery to it, because I felt all right. Yeah. And then the moment it finished, I just felt absolutely beaten. No, you were really... And that's really not like me. I mean, even in New York, once I had a shower... Yeah. It was fine. You know, and... Uh, no, you were, you were mash-up, weren't you, after yeah, London? I spent, after the first London. Like, I spent more than I had, basically. Yeah. But yeah, and I think that... I was sort of joking about it, but in all seriousness, just looking at where we're at... If we're doing London again or whatever our next event is, I need to start actually learning the lessons, you know, because I'm still going off fast and then just staying with it and hoping for the best, you know. It's, yeah. it's all still, I gave you the kind of backstory of what a runner I was before I ran and how I would got into it not really knowing what I was doing. Yeah. And uh, there's a kind of subconscious bullishness. I haven't really changed my plan. You're still quite bullish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Uh, you sort of, you don't want to throw everything out, do you? You want to retain that, but yeah. sort of 
try and bottle it. But temper it a little yeah, bit occasionally, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, recovery and injury and everything, it's all just... The, the longer you can go without injury, the better, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's, hard, it's hard when you've already got one, when you're yeah. carrying a couple, you know. Yeah, that's Because right. what you're going to do, just wait forever till you can run again. But uh, on the other hand, I think as a human rather than as a runner, the ability to kind of be slightly damaged and not perfect and still carry on with life yeah, is really useful to me. I think that yeah. it's a kind of a Freudian thing that i got a long way into my life, not just not, you know, fearful of doing anything in case, right. it, in case it went wrong. In case it wasn't exactly right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. And running's good for that, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Because you're managing injuries and yeah. disappointments. Well, and, 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 it, and it's another one is parenting. You know, these things, they've just got to happen. Yeah. You've got to move forward with it and see where it goes. And it's happening in real life. It's my, it's my, uh, it's my blooming left, left calf more than anything else. Yeah. The right one's all right, but my left one. Talking of calves, did you see that the uh, government just quietly uh, opted out of EU legislation that recognises animals as sentient? I saw that. Yes. yes. What what is what what exactly was that? The, 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 what was the the, the EU thing with the, the animals have feelings sort of thing? Yeah, they're basically you know it's much more kind of arcane and bureaucratic. Right. The sense is it's been scientifically proven that animals can feel pain. Yes. And fear. Yes. And uh, Oop, and so someone who right. works with animals, like if you run so, an abattoir or whatever. Yeah. Um, the certain you laws. have a responsibility to. Uh, Keep your animals as comfortable as possible. Yes. So to save that hassle and to save that money, they've opted out of that. That's and so, no, no, we don't recognise the sentience of animals. And so we will carry on. That's you know. awful, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy. It's some um, yeah. pre-Brexit stuff. This from a government who last week said, well, Hammond said, there's no unemployed people. Yes. It was like a slip of the tongue. He kind of meant, you know, this context. Yes. He meant on paper or whatever. Right, right. But ultimately, it's what he's desperate to believe and the story he wants to tell. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, from yeah. that point of view, he's... He's, he's been a bit semantic. It's kind of a truth. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. He might not be around. And if he's, got his big, he's got his big old budget tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, Theresa May pretty much lost an election. She's still around. They, uh... Yeah, uh, she did win the election. Yeah, she did win the election, yeah. but she lost her majority, and it hasn't yeah. changed her path at all. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. she's completely. She she acts like, like Trump. They act like people going against them is heresy. Yes. Yeah, Luckily, yeah. the opposition leader is not going to go against her because he yeah. <laughs> agrees with her harshest plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so, all all politics. You know, Merkel's in trouble in Germany, isn't she? Yeah. It's fluxy. Yeah. Fluxy, fluxy. I think, and uh, and the thing is. I think they are pusillanimous. Which means? Scaredy. Right. Cowards. Yeah. You know, we need some people who are prepared to be disagreed with. People who say, listen, we need to fight for the, for people, you know, for good people, not for business. You know, just a bit of a sense that evincing a whiff of socialism in your politics. I mean, but, and I'm talking about a whiff, but, but, like from a Republican or whatever, yeah, yeah. is not evil. You know, they're, they're looking after people rather than big business. But we have got that. I mean, in terms of McDonnell and Corbyn, and he's, he's a bit lost on Brexit, but yeah, he's, there is an alternative out there. Yeah, I don't know. You don't, you don't hear anyone in the, in the major dialogue saying it. It's like they kind of fear the... 
the right, yeah, and then lean into it. They, try, they it's a, bit, a sense of appeasement. Do you know what I mean? There's the Farages and the marches in Poland bubble up. Yeah, you, uh, the, the politics seems to think that the best thing to do is to say, well, these guys do have a point. You know, rather than going, let's dismiss these guys. Yes, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. get them out of the dialogue. I mean, I know I'm not being objective here, but you know what I'm saying. I, I don't think that Corbyn is, is an expression of that. But I'm not sure he's delivering on that. It's more what the people online wanted yes. than what the people in Westminster are getting. Yeah, it's sort of... Uh, it's just really fluxy waiting for the next election. Just politics, isn't it? Oh. Yeah. And that's the other thing, waiting. You know, it's like, oh, well, we'll fix it later. Don't want to fix it later. Yeah. <laughs> we should act now. I'm a very impatient man. Did we make that clear? <laughs> but, you know, it is all a bit... You know, some of these people literally won't survive until the next election. You know what I mean? Yes. As you say this, we're walking past. Of course. Running yeah, past. We're running. We're running past. What a giveaway. Yeah. We're running past a homeless person's tent. Yes. With their on the socks clouds, hanging yeah. out on the, on the... Which we've seen which we've seen more in the last couple of that years. That wouldn't have been we? there when we went out at the yeah. beginning of 2016. No. And that person doesn't yeah. want you to wait till the next election. And neither do, you know, anyone... At the older, poorer, yes. more disabled end of the spectrum, who might or might not survive till the next election, they kind of rather have the big problems of society fixed Oops, as soon as possible. Woo! <laughs> she just she just laughed at us. <laughs> she she just she giggled. I think <laughs> she giggled. At well, us. to be fair, you did. <laughs> You, you, you panicked a little bit. Whoa. And, you know, you're just a doddery bloke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I thought for like a minute there that you were probably sentient. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting fear and pain off you. Anyway. So what else were we talking about back oh, then? Oh. oh, he's going ah. uphill. Oh. Ah. <laughs> 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 So we're at this lock. Take a moment, Grant. Take a moment. Oh, I take a bit to this lock Whoa. while you stretch your leg out. Look at that, gorgeous. And look, stretch them. Yeah, they look bad actually. It's just that left one. Oh, we're just going to have a little run today. We're going to. How's your knee? Is this the same run we did? Yeah, but we went all the way up the New River to Clissold Park. Right. Now, listeners are probably familiar with Clissold Park. Yeah, we're not going to. So, we're going to go up the New River and peel off to my house. Give us about four miles. That's great. That's great. We're going nice and slow, which is good as well. But, yeah, we just pulled up a steep bit next to the The runs gradually get shorter. Welcome to the 200th running commentary. It's done. (laughs) All done. We've done it. I I didn't realise I'd forgotten that kind of, the fact that when we started off, we were like, we need to get our miles up. We need to get our miles up. That kind of uh, uh, Adventure 20 we did ahead of that London. Yes. It was pretty soon. That was like episodes, episodes three to six or whatever. Right. (laughs) No, we were were wandering around. Doing some miles. Yeah. Yeah. Which I would like to get some miles before Absolutely. Christmas. If anyone can donate me some training miles. Yeah, yeah, okay. That would be great. Well, I, on the other hand, I am going to try and really not run very much for a couple of Chill. weeks. Chill. 
because I need to recover. Yes. Yeah. It was a you know it was a physio, it was a trainer yeah. who said, well, first of all, stop running and get better. Well, yeah. I was in New York, and I went, oh yeah, good point. And then I went yada yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ran thirty miles. Boring. <laughs> I've got just got this podcast I want to listen to instead of you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so hurry up and be relevant. But that's all with a view to being exactly what we were failing to be two years ago, to be really poised for the new gen- year. Because as we said before, the timing of the London Marathon is great because it's, it's just 12 weeks in, isn't it? What, what it does, oh, London Marathon, is it? Yeah. It's made this year feel like five years. <laughs> because in a good way or a bad no, way? No, in a good way. I mean, yeah, it's sort yeah. of... That thing of like a full life, isn't it? When you do these marathons, yes, and you really go for them, you really commit to them. It, it becomes a, a huge episode in your life, doesn't that's it? That's right. That's right. To think that I, that, that I did London this year, just in April, yeah, just feels bizarre to me. Yeah, it's a long time. Really, ago. It does. It feels ages away. Yeah, which is like you say, that is healthy. I think. Yeah, I think so. Well, apart from anything else, it enables you to look forward. You need to kind of relinquish that. Yeah. Let it disappear into the haze. Yes. And yeah, start yeah. putting your eyes on the next one and making that just as, uh, you know, starting to imagine it and move towards it. Yes, so it's yeah. a lot like writing uh, Edinburgh shows. Well, it is a, it, it, it's a story, isn't it? When you say you're going to commit to a marathon or, or an event, yeah. you're saying I'm going to be the hero of a story that I'm writing. Yes. Isn't it? Sort yeah. of like... And I have a synesthetic <laughs> thing there where it's to do with singing it in colour. You right. know, so the one behind you is kind of stopping being in colour. Right. And when you're planning for the next one, and I'm also thinking about writing shows now. Right. You start to up here. You start to um, um, think. We'll walk up these steps. Yeah. Your calves <laughs> do not need to run up here. Um, suddenly the old one goes into black and white, and the new one goes into colour. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and that's the moment where you stop looking backwards and start looking forwards. Yeah. And it's not to do with being positive or being in the moment so much as it's more simple than that it's having enough information to work with yeah you know, when you're moving towards a run or a show you've got a sense you think it's probably going to be about this long and yeah. these are probably going to be the issues that involve you know I mean it's going to be quite an experience for me pacing next year yeah that's going to be quite a, a mind shift, isn't it? I think me? it's such a good idea. But I'm it's, at about the right pace now. Yes. I mean, it's 10 minute miles. Yeah, but I think the people following you won't want to be all around you. <laughs> yeah. <And> you <laughs> wondering whether I'm going to be okay. Oh, I saw her on Craig Murray on the Saturday night. Right. <laughs> he is the plus net, uh, plus yes, net guy. Yes, he is, yes. Plus net guy. And he uh, first. He's been at the Plus Yorkshire Marathon oh, uh, several right. times. Yeah. You know, uh, c- uh, just helping out at the, at the finish line. Yeah. And uh, he's saying it's a really difficult one because, uh, you know, because as a comedian, you kind of sometimes rib people a little bit, only a little yeah. bit. But people finishing marathons, you can't, you can't have a go at that. Oh, you can't. Look at this. And also, they're listening to you. You know, you see, come <laughs> yeah. up the hill and say, "Who's this fella coming up here?" <laughs> like, Shut up! Shut up! Yeah. It's a brilliant relationship. I've never seen it that way around. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, there was a pacer coming in at the marathon. 2015 marathon, I think, when I, right. when I was there. Yeah. But I, I didn't miss this. But anyway, there's a pacer coming up the hill. And he said to the other guy, the, the kind of marathon expert he was with, he said, oh, she's got a flag on there. And the, uh, and the guy said, yeah, I think it's the 330 
pacing flag. Yeah. And Craig was like, oh, I think it's just, look at it, it's just, I think it's a 3.45, it's 3.41 now, I think it's the 3.45. So yeah. now it's the 3.30, basically, yeah. they're having this whole conversation about it. Yeah. Because, you know, they've got air to fill and they're just chatting yeah. away, but all on mic. Yeah. And then <laughs> the guy got to the finish line. What, what, 3.42? Yeah. It's 3.30! <laughs> I'm a 3.30 racer! <laughs> and you have hammered home my 12-minute laps <laughs> yeah, yeah. all the way to the finish line! That's embarrassing, I don't know it? if he said exactly those words. Yeah. That's what he was thinking. It's brilliant. So, you've really got to run it right. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's... I mean, you've got to leave yourself a big window. Obviously, my window's like an hour and a half. Yeah. But I'm under no illusions about how fit I'm going to have to be to run for four and a half hours at a certain pace and also help people around me. Yeah, that's right. I don't think you can... You can't be hanging it's on. It's not really a question of being any less fit than when you've got your sub three, just a different kind of fit. Yes, yeah, I think have so. Have you thought about so. the shape of the training for that? Just, just more long, slow runs. I was going to say, I think you're probably more... We've talked about it before, but I think that you really need to um, get, uh, get beat watch out get beyond you want to be running more than 26 miles yeah I think so yeah because otherwise you're basically pacing wise for pacing other people yeah you don't want to put that pacing of that last three five six miles into question no so you kind of don't want to use that stretch factor whereas I think this time last year we were saying almost exactly the opposite yeah that to run as fast as you can for 26.2 miles You've got to train yourself to go into the red. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Use whatever you've got left. Basically, you want to be running 23 to 26 on on ambitious fumes. Yes, you've got to rinse yourself. But of course, right now, after you're cross country with your sore calves, can barely move anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that there's two things we've always talked about. And I've paid lip service to, but I haven't done enough of. Yeah. And one is getting the miles in, and the other one is getting the tempo in. Yes. So I think what I want to do is be running sub eight-minute miles most right. of the time. Right. Just to get to the point where when I'm going for a nice easy trot yeah i'm still on 745 yes and yeah, i'm really yeah. used to what it feels like to running to run 720 730 miles yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, but also cheers bro <laughs> you say go get them floyd go get them floyd yeah nice i don't know what that means There's, do you think uh, thank you listeners for dotting hecklers around our course today because <laughs> that doesn't normally happen does it no are you all right I'm going to see whether I can go to the toilet, actually, because my stomach's... I'm going to see whether I can... Uh, we'll no take a moment there. Are you no sure you don't want to ask? There's, we could try this pub if it's open. I wonder if it's open. Let's see. I've got severe hangover. Oh, yeah, I thought it was all carbs. I forgot about the hangover. It's wonderful, though, that you've really... You, you, you know, you're doing this thing exactly as it should be done. This pub is not open. No. I wonder Maybe whether might wait on. Costa. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's see whether they'll, they'll let me. It might cost you. Yeah, it might do. I don't know if I've got any any money. I'm deliberately being boring, so that Steve doesn't keep this all in. 
<laughs> well, he'll keep it. Mind you, people was going to start worrying I'm being deliberately boring all the time. I was going to say I could buy something, but I haven't got anything. I haven't got any uh, oh, no. cash with me. I know. Let's see where I am. Let's go and ask nicely. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It's <laughs> me and you in the... Proves, the proves I'm right. Yeah. Proves I'm right for being a coster out and about. Thank you. With a toilet available to the public. Yeah. Oh, Annihilated by running commentary. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you'd known I needed to go, you'd have gone second, wouldn't you? <laughs> have you seen train spotting? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. I won't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> More running commentary traditions. <laughs> I, tell you, I was just yeah. thinking this. One of the things we talked about coming uh, through uh, um, Arakan Imogen back on that first day yeah. was uh, all the travel. You were just back from Norway. And oh, I had Norway yeah. stories as well. Yes. yeah, yeah That yeah. hasn't really changed, has it? You're off. Where are you going this week? I'm going to Hong Kong and Singapore. Excellent. Off and about. And then I've got... A, I've is, got that still, is that with John Moorhead again? No, it's with McIntyre. Oh, oh I see. Yeah, That's good. See, uh, again, another arenas. tradition. Don't yes. get left outside anywhere. The occasional... <laughs> you know, the occasional first-class trips. Yeah. Still happening. Not so bad. He had his show out. Peter Kay launches his tour. Yeah. My goodness, how many tickets does he sell straight away? Yeah. People crazy for him, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. He's gonna. That's huge, isn't it? It's gonna it's be too massive, far away. I mean, for me, this the, it's a more sort of a basic thing. I don't know why I've heard. I, I wouldn't want anyone to give me a Christmas present that involved a commitment that I had to make that was 14 months away. No. You know, we uh, we're running in. Right, don't trip over any children. <laughs> We're in the playground on the New River Walk, and when we did this in the first episode, there was no one here because the weather was so terrible. But right now, it's very much the uh, 
the uh, right of little kids to be here. Including a man on a swing. He listened to his headphones. Yeah, <laughs> really going for it. Yeah. All right, Hackney man. Yeah. Can you do that? Am I, 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 used to, I used to love the big swing. Yeah. And jump off. Jump off right at the top of the thing. <laughs> As a grown-up, I can't go on a swing, so it makes me sick. He's loving it, that guy. Yeah. He was all right. Yeah. <laughs> He's listening to Mickey Flanagan, does it? Yeah. Who's main, the main takeaway I got from that, only from one of those quote things, was that he'd hate to be described as middle class. Yeah, bad luck. I always think that this... Um, um, it's a funny, you're you're hot on this, see. You're very, you're very honest about being a, you know, being an adopted Londoner and everything. Yeah. Hi, sorry. sorry. Oh, this is complicated. It's all, right. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Every ingredient. <laughs> Runners, children, dogs, yeah. gates, cars... <laughs> So, yeah, because ultimately, I'm sorry, mate, sorry, Peter Kay, but if, uh, whatever your accent is, if you're a comedian, you're kind of middle class, aren't you? you Just by virtue of the fact that you're doing it. it. Yeah, exactly. Well, but I you've mean, basically got the indulgence of doing this kind of artsy, um, uh, navel-gazing job. Well, it's a kind of... Well, it's a weird one, because, you know, Mickey Flanagan, Bishop Peter Kay... Yeah. They're playing to working-class crowds, aren't they? Yes, that's As true. As multimillionaires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living in... I mean, I know Mickey lives in a middle-class area as such. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that the, the model do you is change, Connolly. Does money change your class, if yeah. you get it? It's, a, it's, a, it's an odd It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because you want to write honest, but you also yeah. want to relate to the people you're talking to. Yeah. It's like when bands start writing songs about how annoying it is when... You know, it's so tiring being on a huge tour. Yeah. And so so annoying when your girlfriend in Britain wants you to stay faithful to her. Yes. <laughs> it's like, we can't relate to you anymore, guys. First class is such a drag. I'm bored of Don Perignon. So Flanagan plays to that kind of working class thing, which he undoubtedly comes from, doesn't he? Yeah, and also he was, one of the things I love about his career is that he was very much established. His persona... And his skill was known to all of us when he broke through. He was yeah, such yeah. a good comedian. And he chanted. As an unknown. He chanted. And, and old, you know, he'd been yeah, 40 yeah, Absolutely, yeah. Well, so it's very. It's very and he enough. charted that rise of the working class kid living the middle class lifestyle, wasn't it? We're spreading, you know, we're, we're eating bread and oil, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's kind of, I think. So really. I think maybe he protested a bit too much. He obviously lives a middle class lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I think that he evinces a certain distance from this, which is what makes him a good comedian, but also maybe not quite such a good off-mic personality. Yeah. You know, I think he reserves the right to be who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of the public eye. Yeah, he's quite... Uh, he's always funny, isn't he? Yeah. Whenever you see him in any scenario. Oh, he's great. He knows who he is. He hit, he hit fame late. Yeah. And he's just, Which is great. just really I mean, confident. He's just really confident. It's with a it. very uh, <laughs> um, uh, us-centric. Well, no, you've, you've been famous for a long time. Well, but, um, well, but you well, have. I you had were, a degree of moderate fame, didn't I? Which yeah, kind yeah. of lingers. And, and you, yeah. were, you were a young comedian yes. when, that's, when that hit. Yeah. But, um, you know, when I see someone like uh, Mickey Flanagan or, or Milton Jones or Hal Cruttenden or Zoe Lyons, um, you know, suddenly Get a bit being piece, seen, yeah. and you think, brilliant, because that is a grown-up, excellent comedian. Yes. Already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and that's the way it, it technically it ought to be, but of course, in real terms, it's never going to be like that, because... Young people tend to get... TV loves young people. Yeah. And people like to discover people early on and see them grow. And yes, yeah. John Bishop as well, he feels like... Yeah, he, he, he was hit like, didn't he? Yeah. But, and also, you've got that... Uh, 
you got that show at the moment that a mate's trying to push live at the Apollo for the over 50s. Yes. There's something faintly comic about that, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. Well, the main thing about I mean? that There's is... There's something a little bit... Just, just so, that, so that people understand what it is, it's... Yeah. A lot of comics in our industry want to do live at the Apollo on the BBC. Yeah. And there's definitely some ageist attitudes around. People, people well, otherwise, like people. otherwise yeah. we'd be on it. Of course, every week. Of course. Um, but equally, <laughs> when our friend who's over 50 strongly pushes a programme like Live at the Apollo only for over 50s, <laughs> yeah. as if he's doing this great public service rather than just trying to get himself yeah, probably the try. But there's also something about... <laughs> It, it, you, you're defeating ageism by another ageism. Yes. It's sort of not quite right, is it? Well, yeah. and speaking as two men aged between 45 and 50... Yeah, we're out of it anyway. particularly painful. <laughs> I think there should be a programme... Yeah, we're too young for it, but for the 45 to 50 age group. But that's the thing, is ultimately when you define a demographic to describe <laughs> yeah. yourself, it's like in the, in the line of fire when uh, uh, René Zellweger says... Clint Eastwood says something about reaching out to his... Uh, uh, <laughs> um, a demographic, and when because what is that demographic exactly? He says, white, heterosexual, <laughs> piano playing men over 50. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I don't know whether I want to watch a show called Live at the Apollo for the over 50s. No. I'm not that bothered by that. No. Well, who I, does? I, I like That's young, funny people as well. Ultimate. I just like the odd old one. Yeah, yeah. No, I think they're different things. <laughs> I don't mind. I think that, that it's. I think you can pull it away from us and our perspectives on it. I think that um, I think that stand up and telly aren't as good a fit as it seems. Yeah. You know, I think, that, uh, for example, look at Jack Whitehall. You know, yes. I don't think of him as being uh, being a comedian in the same way as John Bishop is a comedian. Right. Because he's because he didn't he's, come through the clubs. Yeah, and he's young and he's versatile. He can just be in a sitcom. Yes. And you're getting just as much Whitehall. No, you are, yeah. He's, he's you know? a very versatile, So he's perfect telly-famous comedy person. Yeah. It's not quite the same as a stand-up to me. A stand-up no. is, a, is a kind of social journalist. Somebody who's been around the block a bit, ha- had a look at life. Someone who could only do that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know, look, the, 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 uh, the comparison, again, sort of moving away from ourselves, like, you know... Um, Jack D. Yes. You yeah. Know, he, he he does. He's very famous. He's got no complaint. He'll have no complaints about getting jobs and stuff. Yeah. And sometimes they hit on something which isn't stand up, that really suits him. Although, even then, it's kind of casting against type. Yeah. That kind of Radio Forest Nicholas Parsons role yes. suits him brilliantly because he's under he's deconstructing it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but ultimately, for a long time there. They kept trying to put Jack D into things that just didn't fit no, because he should a, just be doing stand-up. He's defined himself so superbly. Yeah, he? that's right. Um, and uh, and Michael. Yeah. Uh, they've worked hard. To, I think they've probably cracked it now. I don't. They, yeah, with this, this BBC show. Is that's it? the one. But I think it took him a while to find. Took him a long time. Yeah. Because you know, I remember him on Britain's Got Talent. He basically, people rejected him. He tried to do jokes. It's like, yeah. He should be doing jokes. Yeah, of course. This is a job. Yeah. But they weren't, you know, the judges don't do that. No. Louis not. Walsh and Simon Cow don't do jokes. No, it's, it, it's hard because stand-ups want to be on telly without burning material, don't they? Because you've still got that traditional thing of yeah. materials like Goldust. Oh, so now we're getting necessarily... something, something else hard from my weekend. After the show on Sunday night. Yeah. Saturday night. Yeah. Which went really well. Late show in Manchester. Good gig. Yeah. Very good response. I did good. tell some guys in the balcony to shut up. Right. And in my head, that's who was being mildly mean on the internet afterwards. Right. And only mildly mean. 
but you know it's a long day yeah I'd got up at quarter to six in the morning to go to London you, you to, I must have thought about you that's such a long journey to go home and then back to Manchester and yeah. I did two gigs which went well yeah and, but during the second one I was beginning to it's a bit like the end of a long run I was like oh wait a minute my voice and my legs are starting, starting to, to unravel go. a little bit <laughs> yeah but um anyway got a message on Twitter saying it's very good for the circuit but they wouldn't they wouldn't want you on telly it's like well <laughs> This is the circuit. What do yeah. you mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and then he tried. It was obviously, he basically wanted to take me down, but wanted to recognise that what I'd done was possibly good. Yes. Yeah, and he yeah, said, yeah. it's just Stuart Lee with a wah-wah pedal. That's someone who just wants to have a go, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Because someone wants to find your little, yeah. your Achilles heel. Yeah, and I just felt so weak hammer. because it, it really worked. I was like, oh, oh no. mate, please don't no, tell no. me you responded. No, no, no. Good, no good. I Mute's wonderful because you don't even they don't even get the emotional satisfaction yes, of yeah. you blocking them. Yeah. And I and I never thought about it again. Whoops. <laughs> Isn't that where social media is going now though? Just a series Meanness. of people blocking each other. Yeah. Blocking and muting. I really wonder how it, how it's gonna survive. It's just I think something's gone profoundly wrong with it. Yeah, I know. But having said that, like, well, so the running commentary thing is lovely. Everyone's it's affirmational, isn't it? We're yeah, all supporting right. each other. That's, that's right. where it works. But anything, anything snarky or opinion-led or... It's a bad energy. It's, it? it's really odd. <laughs> it's funny how, you know, it's lovely being in a running community and talking about running online. Comedy online is... I mean, yeah. and I don't mean jokes, I mean comedians. Yes, yeah. It's terrible, isn't it? It can get pretty It's like the pretty common room, it's so bitchy. Yes. And people just tangling up with each other. You just don't get people being sarky with running, do you? Nah. It's really nice. People do, well, no, no, that's not true. I mean, I think that... Maybe occasionally, but yeah, not, not with us. I think it's a sporty banter thing. We've talked about this before. I'm no good at that. And I, I, and I really put my hands up and say, this is my problem. Right. You know, a bit of gentle ribbing. Kind of, yeah, you can do better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I basically, I can't. I don't get on with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someone wrote that on a sign on the marathon. Yeah. Come on, you're not running fast enough <laughs> yeah. or whatever. I kind of run over and tear it up. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I think if you've got a history in sport or any kind of, um, you know, it's just a rhythm that I've not never been familiar with. Yeah. Uh, did you, that was me trying to catch a leaf. Did you get that? What leaves and litter? Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Bit of it's approach, don't you? So I've kind of run through my hangover a little bit. Well done. Yeah. Well, I guess I have many times on this hundred. Well, we could probably we've done that thing. We've probably um, hundredth <laughs> anniversary. It's yeah. not, it'd be good if we were still running. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and now I think, well, we should go around this about, but we shouldn't. No, we I think I think we're fine. Yeah, because my calf is still hurting, and I can feel the golf ball coming up in my left foot. Right. How long? I hope that we. Really good adverts for how good Let's running is. Let's do this in another two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think I I think mm. we need to get some running commentary uh, tops made. Really? Yeah. What with images of us? Yeah, I want the image, the nice running commentary image on the front, yeah. and then uh, our like uh, Twitter handle or whatever on the back with I follow running commentary. That's a nice idea. So yeah. let's know if you'd if you'd actually want one of those, because I want to start turning. I want to I want to run an event and yeah. see a running commentary T-shirt and go yeah. No, that'd be great. Yeah, be I'll tell you what, we've got we've got an amazing idea, haven't we, for a few weeks, which we can only tease. Yeah, yeah, we've got an incredible guest. Incredible guest. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Massive. Game changer. Oh, sorry, I was just waving hello to my film star friend. 
that was uh, Sienna Geary, who uh, and her um, husband Enzo Chalenti. Yeah, his dad's got Parkinson's, and he is uh, last year. I don't know if he still is, but he was uh, Parkinson's UK's champion of uh, cycling. All right, okay. he did the Von Two, yeah, which is a ridiculous long, tough mountain cycle ride. Yeah, three times in a day. Wow. He's wow. also in free fire with our old compadre, Michael Smiley. Yes, yeah, yeah. And Sienna there. They've got kids at the... My kids. Uh, they've got me where all right. my kids school. And she is... Uh, if you're... It's five, it's five weeks to Christmas. Five weeks to Christmas yes, today. Yeah. So today's the day to watch Love Actually. And she's in Love Actually. Oh, brilliant. She's the... Uh, she's the woman who cuckolds Colin Firth. Oh, <laughs> she really? Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, showbiz. Absolutely, yeah. I've got a soft spot full of, actually. Yeah, it's more... Everyone has a go at it. But it's I, more I'm, flawed than rubbish, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's tonally off. There's it's, a few moments where you think this is a bit silly, but... Well, also, it's just tonally off in that it's different films at different times. Yeah. You yeah. know, you feel sorry for Emma Thompson's acting term when she I, goes upstairs I, and gets it together. Oh, it's brilliant. Mitchell. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's beautiful. Belongs what a in moment. A film that isn't with the Chris Marshall sketches about American girls. No, no, no you're right. You know, you're neither right. of those things are bad per se. Yeah, they just, just shouldn't be in the same film. Yeah. And I think that also it's... It either needs to step up and say, this is a film about the response to Fordings and the Funeral. Right. Which it kind of is. Yeah. Or, so cut all those things and make it a film about, about Christmas, which it also is. I like Martine McCutcheon. She's yes, good. she's good. The whole Hugh Grant thing I yeah, enjoy. Yeah, that's good, yeah. But it's a kind of a... It's still a comment on Hugh Grant being famous. Yes, yeah, In yeah. the same way... A lot of the stuff about Americans, and you know, it's all—it's very much predicated by the success of Fordings at a funeral. But then that thing—the thing that I don't like—is when that kid says, "Let's go and get kicked by love." Yeah, yeah. It's a completely discordant note, isn't it? It's awful. Well, ultimately, I think it would be a better film if it had been directed by someone other than Richard Curtis. Not because he can't direct films. Oh, just because. Oh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> just because it needed a. a, a uh, 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 more objective perspective. Yeah, it needed more rigorous. Because loads of people also hate Notting Hill. Yeah. But it's much harder to criticise Notting Hill. I like Notting Hill. Because Roger Michel kind of fixed it. Mm. He made mm. it, he, he sold it to the, the people, to people who wouldn't necessarily like it. Whereas Love Actually doesn't work hard to convince you to like it. If you don't like it, you'll find plenty to not like. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just throws everything at it, doesn't it? There's so many strands of Love Actually, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> So, Ooh. yeah, it's a bit manky, isn't it? It's cold and, and rubbishy, but it's not as cold and rubbishy as it was when we for our 100th. It's fantastic. The street. Hungover, running, injured, Abusing broken. local toilets. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interactive. We We've shut not down interactive, the local branch of Costa. Everywhere saying hello and heckling <laughs> yeah. hello. Like Neighbour coming home. You know, it's all very nice. So it's how beautiful. far have we gone? We, we sometimes not we're too, a bit lazy on this far. these days. We're gonna Five and a half? Yeah, I don't think maybe even that long. I'll tell you in a second. So, yeah, we've got an exciting guest coming up between now and Christmas. Very exciting. We've got... Um, we've got various other guests in the pipeline. It's just... But as, as Christmas approaches, people get a bit busy, don't it's they? Nearly, nearly five miles. Right, OK. Uh, 4.8. Right. And uh, 4.8 on an injured calf with you with a golf ball size <laughs> thing on your foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um... <laughs> 
40 we are ridiculous. 48 years old. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Um, but, oh, yeah, yeah we, we're glad that you appreciate our... our, um, our we, it's kind of... The thing is with the podcast, I don't think we imagined it being this much like Step Turn Sun when we started out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we realised uh, how much we'd enjoy hearing from people about their running, actually. No, that's right. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. sort of like... It's so nice, isn't it, when people say they've just done a marathon and they tell us. I really like that, and that we've helped in some small way. That's right. We love being a part of that. I mean, those are the two it's amazing. It. If you I feel like it. we're bringing it. anything to your running, then we really, then that, our job is, here is more than done. So yeah. thanks yeah. for that. And thanks for letting us know when yeah. you do. And also, if you don't, if you if you listen to Running Commentary and you're not on Twitter and you don't want to talk about it, then That's cool bless well. you too. We don't, yeah. we're, we're into it. Yeah, I can, I'm barely on Twitter myself. Yeah, yeah. It's a funny old thing. <laughs> and... Uh, again see you um Bye. more neighbors see yeah. you? and then people have been heckling us out yeah. there it's been nice <laughs> yeah but um and the other thing is yeah i might not have learned anything about <laughs> running in the last two years but we've learned a lot about you know and we've worked through some dark times yeah yeah dark times good times injuries lots more to come here is very much to the next hundred yeah ultra, ultra for me next year london april autumn marathon as well hopefully my, my, my calf sort of Seems to be twitching as I look at it. Yeah, okay. Well, sort of, sort of well, let's get in the house. Can you see it? I'll, give, I'll give that a rub. That is, that's kind of pulsing. Sort of twitching, yeah. Put your foot down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that. And, and there's the bile bubbles up into my throat. So keep in touch. We'll see you on Twitter. We'll see you on Facebook. We'll see you out there on the road. Um, uh, awesome. And uh, happy podcast anniversary. Keep on running. Keep on hiding. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.